This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. Our elected officials and civil servants should have the best interests of their communities at heart. They should be model, upstanding members of society. Sadly, that's often not the case. Today's story shows just how accommodating our political system can be of people with a criminal record. In fact, in the Ganaland municipality in the Western Cape, it seems a checkered past is essential to achieving higher office. This story was produced by Latasha Naidu. We're used to explosive confrontations on the job. It's the nature of investigative journalism. But there's much more to this story than simply debating morality. In fact, it's about something a lot more sinister. Basically, it's organized crime operating under the guise of politics. Our journey begins a few hours east of Cape Town in Ladysmith, a quaint claim Karoo hamlet famed for its port and cheese production. This pocket of the Karoo falls under the Kanaland municipality. The town's historic charm and natural beauty were not enough to prevent a collapse in service delivery. From pothole-pitted streets to run-down buildings and endless water woes. But the Kanaland municipality is also fraught with leadership issues and something more perverse. Irregular expenditure, infighting, convicted fraudsters, these are the makings of this municipality. But also throw into the mix the re-election of a convicted child rapist as the mayor. Mayor Jeffrey Donson is also known as DJ Fantastic. A career politician, he's been a permanent fixture of Kanaland's political landscape since the early 2000s and leader of the ruling party in the council, the Independent Civic Organization of South Africa, ECOSA. In 2004, while mayor and a married man, Donson was arrested for statutory rape and indecent assault of a 15-year-old girl. He was 42. In January 2008, he was convicted and sentenced to 18 months imprisonment. Donson appealed, and while the original guilty verdict was upheld, he was sentenced to nine months imprisonment, suspended for five years. In October that year, Donson was re-elected as mayor of Kanaland. And like a cat with nine lives, in October last year, he once again donned the mayoral chain after being ousted in January following a motion of no confidence based on his criminal past. Overnight, Kanaland and its brand of strange politics attracted outrage and widespread condemnation. To me, it's infuriating that in the current South Africa, 
that it can be allowed for a convicted rapist to become a mayor. Ian Cameron of Action Society has added his voice to resounding calls for Johnson's removal from power. We need to speak about this. We need to say, Jeffrey Dobson is a child rapist that is now a mayor of Kanalan. It's unacceptable. It's an embarrassment to South Africa. And I think it's a slap in the face of gender-based violence victims, not only in the Western Cape, but also the rest of South Africa. What do you think it is about the constituents of Kanalan that they would want to be led by a convicted rapist, a convicted criminal. I think it's, it, it says something about the moral fiber of parts of certain communities in South Africa that they would elect someone that is a known convicted child rapist. And that's what it is. Whether he wants to come and debate statutory or not, he needs to set a certain standard. It creates the impression on ground level, especially to young people, that it is okay. You may be wondering how someone with a criminal record is able to run for, let alone assume, the position of mayor. Well, so did we. And then we started looking at the laws. Our constitution says a criminal conviction isn't enough to disqualify someone from running for office or even being mayor. Donson's reappointment has sparked calls for urgent change. Former DA constituent head in Canaland, Gillian Bossman, is all too familiar with its unstable political terrain. It's not just the mayor, Jeffrey Donson, it's the deputy mayor as well, Verna Moshewa's case, who's also been convicted of fraud. And here he is, the deputy mayor. I think when you're a serial offender, you are insulting the people that you claim to represent. Because ultimately, being a leader requires you to take responsibility for your actions, A, but it also requires you to really reflect on what your capacity is and what your shortcomings are. In a place like Kanaland, Donson's popularity isn't altogether unexpected. According to Bossman, Ecosa's brand of politics favors, favors. Ecosa used alcohol, Ecosa used bribery, and Ecosa used intimidation to persuade voters. Because when you go to Kanaland, you'll find that People are either pro-Ecosa because they identify with Donson, because in Afrikaans they say, um, our people. Bosman says identity politics have also played a significant hand in Ecosa's popularity. When we use identity politics to persuade voters and we don't use arguments of logic and we don't use service delivery successes, um, we fail. We wanted to see for ourselves whether Donson's two decades in power on and off had actually yielded any service delivery wins and find out why constituents continue to vote for him. So we traveled through the Klein Karoo to the small mountain village of Van Veeksdorp, some 40 kilometers outside of Ladysmith, where everyday life is one of astounding contrasts. Against the backdrop of the Roybag Mountains, poverty is entrenched in this community. Residents say Ikosa promised them a better life in exchange for votes during last year's municipal elections. They promised the people sun, moonlight and stars. But if they get the position, then they do absolutely nothing for the people of Van Veeksdorp. 
We promise for toilets and taps and a road because there's only one road. We say all the time, we say you can come back for toilets and taps in the road, but you never come back. This is a community that lives in shacks. There are more than four people in each shack, and the toilets are not healthy. Their motto is Ons Nierse is Kanneland, the municipality wat werk. And I'm so sorry when I see those pamphlets, it makes me a little bit sad because that's actually not true. Because I stand for all for the men's issues. But it's not just the constituents who are concerned. The state of affairs of Kanneland, which has been placed under administration twice before, has also been on the radar of both local and national government. A day before our visit to the municipality, its dirty laundry was aired in Parliament, where issues around governance and service delivery failures were discussed, along with the appointment of a controversial new acting municipal manager. It's indicative of what is going on in that municipality, Chairperson, and I'm actually, you can see, I'm very irritated by the way we have been handled here. We planned on using these as talking points with Donson, having scheduled an interview with him on municipal issues and specifically his rape conviction. But when we got there, things took a heated turn. I'm Masa, I'm from Cod Launch. We're here for the interview. So did you think at any point that you would conduct an interview and your rape conviction wouldn't come up? You should always be prepared to answer this. You should always, whether it's 18 years ago, whether it's 20 years ago. You can come and tell each other, I can't talk to you about that. If it happened in the past, you can say it over and over, I won't entertain it. But we weren't backing down. Okay, so you're fully aware that the Commission for Gender Equality is against this. You're fully aware that there have been motions of no confidence against you. Councillors, people are saying this is wrong. You're fully aware of all of this. You're speaking as if you've got all the support. It's not a point of I'm aware of it. In handing down sentencing in 2008, Cape High Court Judge Lee Bozalik said Donson had abused his power and influence. You're still a convicted child rapist and you'll always have to answer to that. And that is just your fight. It doesn't matter what you say. I know what I know and the community knows what I know because they were in court. You're comfortable with your conviction is what I'm getting. We had a 9 a.m. interview scheduled with Thank Mayor you. Jeffrey Donson. When we got to his offices, he made it very clear that he will not be discussing his rape conviction. But that's exactly what we want to talk about. He kept going on that he never was sent to jail for this crime. But the point is, he's convicted of raping a 15-year-old. As things stand, Kanaland remains a municipality in crisis. All while Donson and his allies hold on to their prized places on the municipal mantles, power drunk of being voted into power by the residents of the Klein Karoo. Jeffrey Donson has also been quoted saying that the people have voted for him and it's outsiders like yourselves who are imposing their views and you should leave them to mm. just govern Canaland. Well, <laughs> the message is quite simple to Jeffrey Donson. The day that he raped the child, it became all of our problems. Um, and it's as simple as that.
It's often said that one shouldn't dwell on the past. But when a high-ranking government official's past actions involve child rape, can we really let bygones be bygones? We'd love to know your thoughts, so share them with us on our social pages using hashtag Carte Blanche. Find Carte Blanche, the podcast, with new episodes uploaded weekdays on all major podcast platforms. Unique stories, unique perspectives, wherever you go.